Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. What's up, faithful 49ers Web Zone No Huddle Podcast brought to you by Odyssey. I'm Al Sacco with the up and coming Brian Rennick. <laughs> I'm riding shooting star, my man. You're, I'm riding you're shooting, you're a shooting star. <laughs> Listen, man, it's the off season. There's always 49ers news, like we always say. And I think, Brian, I was thinking, where are we going to start this show this week? And I feel like the Lynch press conference, there were some things. I heard some things yes. that he said, and maybe people. I'm reading too much into these things, but some stuff I wanted to hit on. Was there anything that he said to you before I get into my stuff that kind of kind of stuck out? Um, you know, I think the interesting thing is, and and actually, uh, Eric Crocker w- tweeted this out in a reply to somebody, and I saw it the other night, and I was like, that is kind of the vibe that I'm getting as well, and it, it has to do with the quarterback room, and mm-hmm. I know that we're going to get into it, but. I feel like I feel like we've asked the question on the show before, or I have to you guys. And the question is this, is there anything that Trey Lance can do this off season uh, to actually keep the QB one job once Purdy becomes healthy? And I will say that it genuinely feels like at least from, from Lynch's comments that, they have it, it it feels to me personally right and it might not feel that way to others but it, it feels like to me that they have already decided that their future lies in in that number 13 jersey mm-hmm. and that there really isn't anything that lance can do to change their mind especially when we talk about performance in otas mini camp training camp and then the preseason right like Trey is going to Trey is going to be QB one week one. Purdy still hasn't had a surgery. It's mm. March first. It's uh, recording this Wednesday, March first, and it looks like that surgery is happening either at the end of this week or or more than likely next week. But it it certainly seems like they've made up their mind, and that I don't know how I feel about that. To be perfectly honest, um, you know i i had uh, I had Jason Aponte on last week when. When you were in, uh, I believe you were down in the swamp, right? Down in Florida. In in Florida. Um, And I, I, what I said was, I wonder if this Purdy injury 
is a blessing in disguise in that it will give Trey an opportunity and it may save Kyle Shanahan from himself in so much as I think Kyle Shanahan is downright lustful for Brock Purdy at this point for what he did Mm -hmm. in those seven games. But you look at Brock Purdy and it is impressive what he did. But I have I have heard a handful of of people like like Greg Cosell, right? Greg Cosell was was uh, on 49ers talk with Matt Mayoko and Jennifer Lee Chan. And he talked about how the the last three games that they charted for him, like he kind of regressed a little bit in those last mm-hmm. three games. He left a lot of meat on the bone, left a lot of plays out there, plays that were open that it it like on tape, it looks like he sees it, but he just is hesitant to pull the trigger. And, you know, you look at, you look at Lance and you look at Purdy and I mean, the, the physical gifts that Lance has over Purdy are, are undeniable. And so they went with Lance for a reason. And it feels like they have forgotten that. They have mm. forgotten what that reason is. And I don't know if it's like, there's just not a whole lot that we're privy to that has happened in, you know, behind the scenes and, and in practice and at camp where they basically were like, man, what we thought is nothing like what we got and we don't anticipate mm-hmm. it getting better. But it just seems so odd to me that, you know, that, that, you could have you could have drafted Brock Purdy with a little bit more tools than Mac Jones, and you chose not to. So, I just it just doesn't it's just an an interesting situation to me. And so that is really a long winded way of saying it. It certainly feels like every time I've heard Lynch talk, he really has hammered home like Lance has to prove that he can stay healthy, which I understand, but it just the way that they continue to talk about it certainly seems like they've made up their mind already. And there's just not a whole lot of, there's not, not a whole lot that Lance is going to be able to do. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens once Purdy does have his surgery, because that's the first domino, right? If, right. if he gets in and they have to do more, like it doesn't matter. It's, it's Trey Lance's season. But if, if he is going to be back in six months, which will be right around the beginning of the season, then, mm-hmm. then you're, you know, you're likely looking at Lance to be week one starter, maybe week two starter. And if he doesn't just blow the doors off, which this offense doesn't do anyway to open a season, then I just think Purdy will be reinserted regardless. Here, here's where my thinking kind of changed because a lot to unpack with what you just said, and it's all in line with what I was thinking. So I went into this offseason figuring Brock would be back early in the season at worst maybe week one, week two, and there isn't really a need to do anything else. I got the feeling that there's a lot of still, we think he's going to be back, but until they get in there, who the hell knows, right? Right. So if this is a thing that lasts into late October, early November, when Lynch said, he said, we have to look into the QB market in addition to Brock or trade to insulate ourselves. My initial thought going into the offseason is people are like, are we going to get Mariota? Are we going to get Wentz? Are we going to get Darnold? None of those guys are signing with San Francisco to be the number three quarterback. None of right. them. Heineke, right. why, why the hell would you come be a number three? You're going to get all of these guys are going to get at least get high end two jobs where they're, you know, as quality backups, get quality yeah. backup money, or some of them may end up being placeholder starters. They're not going to come to a team and be a number three just because it's your favorite team. They're not going to come here and do it. I don't care how good the team <laughs> is, whatever it's, they're not, yeah. they're not going to, but, when Lynch said that, my brain started going, and I'm, I'm like, 
well, what if Purdy's out until November? What if right. he's not going to be ready until around Halloween or something like that? They should know that before free agency. And that may change things, my friend, because I don't think from, again, reading between the lines of what Lynch said, he's not super confident in Lance. He sounded like he had a little bit of buyer's remorse, to be honest with you. And he, he said good things about him. But some of the things he alluded to, and he, he said this earlier in the offseason, too, about his health. Lance has to stay healthy. And he said it again. His biggest thing is the struggle to stay healthy. And he also said, we'll see when we can get Trey that opportunity in regards to playing. So they are guaranteeing nothing with him. Essentially, it's he has to go out and prove, one, that he can stay healthy. And how is he going to do that unless he plays into the season? He really can't prove that unless you're out there playing. And two, he's, he has to prove that that he he can put up the numbers that Purdy did with this offense because it was night and day. And sure. I think you mentioned Kyle Shanahan with Purdy. Yeah, I think Shanahan sees Purdy as an extension of him out right. there. He sees, he sees he the field the way, yeah, the, the way Purdy did does. And um, it's going to be – it's a really an uphill battle for Lance. And I don't know what Kyle's feelings are, but Lynch sounds like there's some buyer's remorse. And it may not be Lance's fault. You know, he was green and we knew that. But coming into this season – they need to win now. The window is now. And we'll talk about this a little bit later. I don't think they want to dick around. And if they're in a situation where Purdy's not available until November and they're still like, uh, we don't know on Trey, maybe they make a move. Maybe they do talk, call Tom Brady. Until we know what, what's going on with Purdy, I, I don't think we, I mean, I don't want to sit and talk about it every show, but I think we have to like allude to it or at least, yeah. at least bring it up. There could be a situation if, if Purdy is out halfway into the season and he's got to get himself back, right? He's got to get reps. He hadn't played it. It could be a lingering thing. They may go out and try to do something. And I, I don't know it's going to be Brady. I don't know what it would be, but they may do something bigger than what we had anticipated. And and I did not think that until I listened to Lynch, what was yesterday, Tuesday. Yeah. And I, I think it's, I think it's really important that, that this surgery for Purdy happens. We're, we're literally from today, two weeks from today is when free agency starts in the NFL. Mm -hmm. March 15th is when free agency starts. Like you said, they got to know, right? They got to know. And that's the other thing. What does, what does a, what does a season with either a, a Brock Purdy who ended up having to get what amounts to reconstruction and is gone for the year. So you are, it's, it's Trey Lance or bust mm -hmm. versus a season where you're pretty confident that Purdy will be back early in the year. Mm -hmm. How does that affect your free agency plans? What, how does that affect what you do in free agency? Yeah. Because to me, and, and I've said this on, I've said this on Twitter. I've said this on the show. I, I am not willing to underestimate Kyle Shanahan's frustration in how the last two seasons have ended and also 2019. I, I'm not willing to underestimate his his ability to say, screw the future, let's load up right now, right? Because regardless of if Purdy or or Lance are your are your QB for the season, you still need to insulate yourself because they're still young players, mm -hmm. right? Regardless of how Purdy played in eight games, it's an eight-game sample size. Like, was it impressive? Absolutely. Was I the captain of the Brock Purdy hype train? Absolutely. But I still can't make value judgments on the future of this franchise and that position just based on the eight games that he played. Just like I can't say that Trey Lance is a bust because he hasn't played enough for me to say he's a bust. 
We right. Have no idea. And I, and I can't say that I'm confident that Trey is going to be incredible. Do I personally think he will? I do. If he gets the reps, but you can't guarantee that. So what it really is the perfect, the, I would say the perfect experiment of, can you win a Super Bowl in the NFL without a franchise quarterback? And the only way to do that is to have superstars everywhere else. And this team does. This team does. And you look at you look at the defensive side of the ball and you look at how Lenore stepped up and and progressed mm-hmm. this past season and you can say look you you allow Lenore to, to continue playing opposite Ward. You move Sammy Momack to the slot. You don't bring back Jimmy Ward to play the slot. Maybe you bring back Jimmy Ward to play safety. I I would personally like them to go younger. You could really make a splash at safety and on the D line because your linebackers and your and your cornerbacks are rock solid. Like you don't need to invest anything in 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 that area. And so are they willing to to restructure some of these deals and it sounds like they are. Yeah. To get cap to make some of these moves. So you're already you're already saying screw the future, right? Because you know you're you you may be restructuring a guy like Eric Armstead. You may be restructuring a guy like mm-hmm. McCaffrey. They're going to restructure Christian McCaffrey, Fred Warner, maybe George Kittle, right? Maybe Trent Williams. That that one I think is that's the one that they can get the most room on, but it also is the scariest one because of his age and and all that. Yeah. So that's the thing where it's like. They, this surgery has to happen. Like it has to happen soon because there's no way that their free agency plans don't change based on the result of that surgery. And that's, I think what is most interesting to me. They have to know this has to happen in the next week. They, because you're right. If they go into free agency and this is still lingering and they don't know yeah, they may try to insulate themselves with the lesser guy, but it may be a situation where they have to make a bigger move. I think the window's two years, and we'll we'll talk about that. But you cannot waste George Kittle and mm-hmm. Trent Williams and Eric mm-hmm. Armstrong. These guys who aren't going to be around that much longer. You have to you have to go for it now. They're just in a weird position, and I guess they always are because they never they, they've had these great, arguably the best roster in the league now with two different regimes in the last ten years, and they haven't really no. had a quarterback. No Lombardi. You want to say Kaepernick for part of 2012, but other than that, I guess in places in 2013, but he was kind of inconsistent. They haven't yeah. had a long-term quarterback. And definitely, yeah. And even he wasn't, he was only there four or five years. And that's the thing. They haven't been able to have that, that 10 year run. Cause you need a quarterback to do that. Cause eventually other guys get old. You can't afford people. You can't keep the team together unless you have um, Holmes and Allen, a borough, something like that, that you could build around. So it's, it, it is going to be really interesting. And again, I went into yesterday thinking, yeah, maybe they'll sign some uh, Nick, not Nick Mullins, but Nick Mullins type to kind of insulate themselves. Maybe they will sign Nick Mullins. Who the hell knows anymore? But that sort of type, a fringe to number three type guy. But now I don't know. And, and I think until we know we see that surgery, I don't think we're going to know. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. 
But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The other thing he said that stuck out to me was about uh, Mike McGlinchey. And he basically said, yeah. you know, could he miss his market? Meaning could maybe he not get the money he thinks in free agency. And then he said, sure. And that would be, and, and would we be interested? Of course we would, but I don't see that happening. I see him being a coveted player. And I think the same thing, I think with McGlinchey as much shit as he takes from the fan base, he's, he's a solid, he's not an all pro tackle. He's a so solid top 15 right tackle in the NFL. Yeah, he's a solid right. He's a solid right yeah. tackle in the NFL. He's a very good. He's a good tackle in the NFL. He, in free agency, those guys get paid. He yeah. is going to get paid. And I think the Niners would like him back. I think McGlinchey would like to come back, but I don't think they can come any close to the dollar figure he's going to get on the open market. And I think it's a foregone conclusion that he's going elsewhere at this point. This is this is a this is a, a difficult situation for me because. We're talking about a team that just went through a season that necessitated four different quarterbacks to play. And your right tackle, along with your left tackle, is the foundation of your offensive line. And I understand that McGlinchey's market is likely going to make him expensive. Mm -hmm. But are, are you really willing to let him walk after a season that saw unprecedented quarterback injury like there's a part of me that that is like how do you how do you go into the following season with a downgrade in offensive line play because mm-hmm. that's where they're at right now brendel's a free agent right glinchy's a free agent so you've got th- three fists coming back right and it, you know and, and i said that i said that on twitter and someone replied like i have no problem seeing mcglinchy go and i was like be careful what you wish for. Right. And he was yep. like, there's never been a time that McGlinchey was out where I thought, man, I really miss Mike McGlinchey. And it's like, I, it just feels like people, people really, really love to hate that guy. And mm-hmm. again, I think it's largely based on the fact that he was a top 10 pick 
and people feel like for that value for that investment you better be you know a, a perennial pro bowler but there's something to be said about consistent top 15 right tackle play in the nfl because that means that there's 17 other teams that don't have that and don't have that level of consistency and if if you're telling me that daniel brunskill who's actually a free agent so you can't even say brunskill but um you know or do we believe that jalen moore can step in and do that i don't do we believe be that um do we believe that McKibbitz? We haven't even seen McKibbitz play on the they right like side. Him. He's only they played like, on the left side. Yeah, they like and him. I know that they like him, but we haven't seen it. So, and if and if he's better than McGlinchey, why wasn't he playing last season? You know, I I don't believe that this team gives players positions because they have a a, a high value contract. I I refuse to believe that. We've seen. I mean, Kyle Shanahan told Jimmy Ward, "You're going to play slot or you're going to ride the bench." Like he doesn't care. He doesn't care what your contract is. So if McKivitz was better than McGlinchey, he would have been in there. So I think he's more of a groom, I, groom player. I, I think they've been grooming him, you know, and I'm not, that, that, I I mean, they, they've been grooming him for a while then because what was that, he a 2020 draft pick? Yeah. And I agree with you. It worries me. That stuff always worries me. It's, yeah. it's, it's worked out for them. Like I say, they, I do give them the benefit of the doubt, but again, I don't know unless you're sure about this kid. Unless you're right. like, listen, we've been, you know, because they have, we, you, we've been grooming for a few years. He's ready. He wasn't, we don't think he was better than McGlinchey, but we think he could step in and now give a similar production. Unless they think that they need to go elsewhere. Cause like you said, there's been too many injuries window, window, window. I'm going to keep saying it. You, you need to solidify the shit out of the offensive line. But if you can't afford Mike McGlinchey, that means you can't afford somebody better than him either. Good point. So unless they get, what? I don't know. Yeah. So again, like it terrifies me that mm-hmm. it absolutely terrifies me because I, I'm not, I, I, I can't go through a season like this again, regardless of the fact they made it to the NFC championship game Four quarterbacks, man, like you gotta, you gotta do something. You got to address the problem and it doesn't feel like they're willing to do that. They're never willing to address the problem on the offensive line. So unless unless the way that they address it is to bring in like a Connor McGovern and upgrade at center, which, okay, that's fine. But yeah. right tackle is just not, not a position that you just want to, you you know, you, you're sending out thoughts and prayers that this guy is going to be better than the guy before him. I, that's, that's not a, to me, that's not a recipe for confidence at the very least or success. If, if we're being honest. Well, they, they're in a position too, I think where, just how many guys can you pay? I'm looking at the numbers sure. now, the cap, the cap hits for 2023. I got to figure out the percentages in my head real quick. You're talking 22, 30, 38, 45, really 52% of their cap. That can't be right. For are six players. That can't be right. I must've figured, no, I'm, I'm looking at their top. So Trent Williams, oh. 11.8% of their cap at 27 yeah. million. This is right now. As of right mm-hmm. now, they haven't restructured. They will. Mm-hmm. Eric Armstead, 23.9 million, 10.4%. Warner is at 18.5, 8%. Kittle is at 7.4%, 18 million. And Bosa right now is 17.8 million, 7%. Charvarius Ward, 16.4 million, 7%. I, I would say I did see something on the timeline that that they're possibly looking at at already restructuring that Ward deal to, to lower his hit. 
Uh, yeah. Barbarian sword. Um, the one thing, though, here's another thing that that I, I was thinking out loud yesterday. You know, we talked about kicking the can down the road, which is what they need to do right now in order to create cap space to, to do anything in free agency right now. I fully, I am fully aware of the precedent that this regime has set about big money extensions. Those happen end of July, beginning of August. It happened for Kittle. It happened for Warner. It happened for Debo. And I, it's likely going to happen for Nick Bosa. And that was another thing that, that Lynch said in his press conference yesterday was that they are still in the very early stages of the extension for Nick Bosa. And here's what I don't understand. Fine. Like that's the precedent you've set, but you know that you have no cap space going into this free, this off season as is you've known that for a long time, an easy way to get a lot of cap space would be to sign Nick Bosa to an extension, which will yes. then lower his cap hit in 23 all damn near to nothing if they want to why hasn't that been a priority why is it that you're more willing to kick the can down the road on aging players than you are to get this extension done early to to have that cap space from it it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me and obviously i mean they've got smart guys in in that building i i and i'm not claiming to be smarter but just as a, as an outside observer, it just doesn't make sense that you're, you wait so long because yeah, you're going to end up with more cap space once that's signed going into the season, but that doesn't help you. Free agency is over. Like, right. Maybe a trade, but outside of that, then you roll it over to next year. Great. I'm not saying that's bad, but your window is closing. You need to load up right now. You need to pull the levers that will allow you to do that right now. And that's arguably one of the biggest ones. And to still be very early in the stage just seems like a miscalculation on my part. I don't know. So according to spot rack, I'm still looking at this because I, I can't believe it, but it looks like it's true. 52% of their cap as of right now, out of 49 active players that they have under contract, it looks like is 52% is spread out Seven over players? six, six, six guys, six guys, Ward, Bosa, Kittle, Warner, Armstead, and Williams. So none of those guys are a quarterback. There's yeah. some pretty hefty contracts. That's really interesting. I, I guess I didn't realize that. Um, well, and, and that's shows you how the well they've done drafting to, to fill out the rest of the roster. It is, but it also tells you the advantage of, of having rookie quarterbacks that, right. I mean, that do is, that. Sure. Yeah, because you can do that. Yeah. Lance will make, well, his cap hit is $9.3 million this year. Yep. Which is only 4% of their cap, according to this. Yeah. So Debo, if you're wondering, his right now he's only getting $8.6 million towards the cap. Yeah, They'll his cap, it balloons next year. Yeah. Massive. So, yeah. So they Massive have these guys. So they have all these guys and Debo, too, coming up. So you can't pay yeah. everybody. And McGlinchey's market value is $14.9 million per this year. So he, he's going to get paid. And it's, it's interesting. And we talked, Brian, for the second half of the show, been thinking about this a lot, the window. I just That's been my off-season thought process is the window and how long do we really have with these guys. So I want to pose to you, I know my answer is pretty much, 
want to look at the defense and then I want to look at the offense. And I want to identify who we think the core players are and maybe how long we have with these core guys. So if we start on the defense, I'll ask you, and I came up with six players that I think are core guys that are currently mm-hmm. on the active roster. I don't count Emmanuel Mosley's not on the active roster. Yeah. Six players that I think are core guys. And I guess I'll throw it to you to see if you come up with the same six or I know I'm putting you on the spot, but. Yeah. I mean, I would say, uh, you know, along the defensive line, it's, it's Bosa and Armstead. Mm-hmm. Right. And I hope Jackson Drake Jackson joins that, but I also hope that they go out and find a, a speed rusher that, that they can, that they can put opposite Bosa, but on D line, it's, it's Bosa and Armstead linebackers. It's Warner and Greenlaw. And then mm-hmm. in the secondary it's Ward and it's Hufunga. I came up with the exact same thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We're, we're on the same way with the exact same thing. Yeah. So when you look at these guys now, we're talking about this window with the Niners. How, how long do they have left with these guys? Armstead? I don't know. I, I think Armstead's maybe got another year or two on the team. He's got a huge, I know they're going to, they're going to redo his contract. Um, and now of course my internet isn't working when I want to look up <laughs> the ages and stuff like that. So let me, I'll hop on my phone and do it. But, um, He's a guy who's got a huge cap hit. He, he ain't getting any younger. I got to check what his, what his exact age is. But he's a guy who I don't think you maybe have two years left with Eric Armstead, I think. Again, I just I don't think he's a guy who's going to be around for the next five or six years at all for the Niners. He's 29 right now, Eric Armstead. Yeah. So he's not somebody, yeah. he's not going to get a second contract with this team. 29 years old. His days with the team are probably numbered. You're probably talking just a few, one to two years left. I would I would say with him, and I'll pull up his contract to see when the out is. But that yeah, he uh, so he uh, right now his cap number for 2023 is 23.9 million. In 2024, it's 24.8, and then in 2025, it is 6.7, and then 2026 is I'm pretty sure it's a void year because uh, currently that cap number is zero. And that's why that's why it's it's a lot of people are like they're not going to redo Armstead because you know you're going he's going to be thirty in this upcoming season and he, mm. he's still on the books for uh, thirty one thirty two and then again that void year and it's at age thirty three so that's but that's that's my point about like kicking the can down the road versus being proactive and, and getting an extension with Bosa done, right? Which would have saved yeah. you more money than what an, uh, a, a restructure for Armstead would. So that, that was part of that frustration, but yeah. Yeah. And I would have potential I mean, for him this year to 2023. So like you said, they're going to have to restructure something with him. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this cap number last season was just nine, nine and a half million. So his cap number is jumping 14 million. Right, season. right. It's yeah. it's it's a it's a gigantic contract for a guy who's a yeah. very good player, which should not be getting paid like a premier edge rusher. It, it just is what it is. Right. I mean, call right. call it what it is. Yeah. Now the other guy who is in his prime and is going to get a big deal, we hope, is yeah. is Nick Bosa. So he he is a young player. He's only going to be twenty six this year. He's about to get a gigantic contract. He's going to be around, you would think, for the next four to five years. So I, I, yeah, I was going like, to say five to five to six. You know, again, depending on how big that that contract is, but yeah, that, uh, they don't tend to go that far. So yeah, four to five, I think it's a uh, so, better. Yeah, so his window is there. His his window is there yeah. for the next half a decade. He's still going to be sure. in his prime, we assume. Yeah. Um, 
So he's a guy that they can still build around. But Armstead, who is a big part of what they do, regardless of whether he's overpaid or not, is only got a year or two left. So that backs up yeah. what we were saying. He's, he's gone pretty soon. Then we'll go to the second level now, Fred Warner. Here's where Warner's, Warner's still a young guy. He's only going to be 27 this year. Yeah. He's got on his contract, they have him signed through 2026. So when mm-hmm. that contract is over, there is a potential out after this season. Maybe they restructure. But when his contract is over, he's going to be 30. Here's where I worry a little bit with Warner. Going to be 27. These guys have had a lot of games on their bodies the past three, mm-hmm. three of the past four mm-hmm. years. Again, eventually, Warner's on a Hall of Fame tra- trajectory. Is he going to stay that way for the next four years? I don't think anybody can say that. There may be a decline. Maybe there won't be. But I would think, again, as I'm talking about this two-year window, I see him playing at this high elite level for the next two years. But 29-30, he may still be an excellent player, but I, I don't know if he'll be that all-pro level at 29-30 because guys just right. get older. I don't know. Maybe he will be. But for Warner, I, mean, I would say two to four years with the – And the I, I feel like I feel like the, the part of Warner's game that makes him elite is his athleticism uh, for the position, right, and his size. He's 6'3", right? Like he is a converted safety. That's what he was – at Utah, he was like a, a hybrid safety linebacker, which is why he's a lead at coverage. And that is that really is is the part of his game that that unlocks this defense is is his ability to just straight up erase the middle of the field. And the reason that he can do that is because of his insane athleticism, which, as we know, starts to decline as you get older. And so that's where that's where you're right. It does get it does get scary. I mean, he looks like he's a, a you know elite physical. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, condition. So I, I I don't know that I am like aggressively worried, but for sure. I mean, obviously as, as, as this, these players age and, and that's where, you know, that's where the draft and that's where Adam Peters and, and getting these, these mid round and, and late round steals comes in is if you're going to have an expensive roster with elite talent at on both sides of the ball, you got to supplement it in the draft, which is why the Rams are where they are now is why you know even though the 49ers don't have a first or second round pick they still got 10 picks in this cup of com- upcoming draft right. so I'm, I'm you know i'm confident that they're going to come away with maybe a starter and, and and a lot of solid dudes so um yeah and and greenlaw i i don't think greenlaw is that much younger than 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 warner it's it's either a year or two if i'm not if i'm not mistaken yeah. greenlaw will be 26 this year and he's on okay. what a steal <laughs> two yeah. years 16.4 million right now he is an unrestricted yeah. free agent 2025 Mm-hmm. So you're paying Warner a lot. If he continues playing like this, Greenlaw's up for a big payday. It stays in with my two-year thing, 2023, yeah. 2024. Then can you sign him to a, the big contract he's probably going to get? I don't know. So right now, Greenlaw falls in that two-year window with me because we don't know if they can afford him right. after 2024. I'm trying to make a point. I hope I am with these contracts. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's the core guys in the front seven. After that, we said Charverius Ward was a core player, and he yep. absolutely is. Now, he is signed through, again, he'll be an unrestricted free agent in 2025. Yeah. So he will be, after 2024, 2025 will be his age 30 season. He is a free agent in two years, two-year window yep. for him too. And the other one that we said is Hufunga, who obviously they, again, he's a steal. Yeah. still on his his rookie yeah. contract for right. a fifth round pick. Yeah. And he is guess what year he's an unrestricted free agent, Brian? 2025. 2025. 
if he continues on this trajectory, he's going to be worth a lot of money. Yeah. Can you pay Greenlaw? Can you pay Hufunga? Two-year window. So we have out of our six core guys, Bosa going to be around. Armstead, probably not after two years. Yeah. Greenlaw, probably not after two years. Warner, we think, again, is he going to get older? Yes. Contract, I think he's yeah. going to be a high-level player for the next two to four years. So he'll still, yeah. I think he'll, he'll be there past four years. Unless, unless his play does go down and they decide to play pay, pay Greenlaw. Who knows? But sure. as for right now, I'll say Warner, being knowing what we know of him, is still going to be around. Yeah. Traverius Ward, two years, he's an unrestricted free agent. Bufunga, two years, he's an unrestricted free agent. The defensive window right now with this core is two years. Two years. Yep. Really. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast with that all right offense all right you want to go first core players on offense yeah there's there's more of them (laughs) um so obviously trent williams yep uh george kittle yeah, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Debo Samuel. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, and then, I mean, you gotta. I guess you you gotta say. And I know what you're gonna say. You, you gotta say one of the quarterbacks, right? Like, oh, I thought you were gonna say use check. No, well, I mean, I don't think he's a. I like I said, I I'm I'm so into Jason Poe fullback that <laughs> that like I I love Kyle Uzcheck and I think he's incredible. Um, but I also, and, and, and it, it actually fits because I, I, I believe his, I believe he's a free agent in 2025. Is he not? We'll find out. We'll look, we'll put him because of how important he is to, but but I will say, I will say he is, he is a core player to the offense based on how important the fullback position is in this offense. Yeah. So that's six. And then if you add one of the quarterbacks. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say no to the quarterbacks because we have no idea. 
on the quarterback. Well, I just meant quarterback is a core position. So, like, it's, regardless it's of who's important. there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's somewhat important. important. It's, yeah. It, it, te- it, right. tends to, it tends to affect whether you win or lose. Okay. So, let's say Trent Williams. We'll go with him first. He has a potential yeah. out in his deal after this upcoming season. He's going to be 35 this year. Yeah. And he's already kind of talked about retirement. Um, yeah. His cap hits are insane. 27 million this year, then 28 million, 30 million, 34 million. He's not going to see this entire contract. I don't think he's going to play till he's 38. If you asked me, I'd say he's got two years left. Um, They'll probably do something restructuring. I think if you asked him, he'd say he has two years left. Two years left. So there we go. Two year window. All right. This next one to me is interesting as hell. And that's George Kittle because everybody loves him. He's a great player. He's been banged up. He's got a big deal. He's going to be 30 this year. He has a potential out in his contract after 2024. After that. So he's already talking about what a post NFL WWE career would look like. I think he's got other stuff on his mind. I definitely do. And his cap hits are 18 million. Other stuff on his mind post career. I should say. Sure. Sure. Um, he has other options when he retires, I should say. 18 million cap hit, 2024, 19 million, 2025, 17 million. Um, if you ask me, two, maybe three years left for Kittle. So he falls. Yeah, I think he can I think he can play out the contract, but he's not he's not getting a, another one. I I don't even know if he would play for another team, you know, after this contract. Cause again, what is that? That takes him through his age 33 season, right? Yeah, and his dead cap. So this year, obviously, he's on the team. His dead cap is twenty million. In two thousand twenty-four, yeah. it's only nine point eight. In two thousand twenty-five, it's only four million. Yeah, might they've be got two out. years. Yeah, yeah, might be two years. So yeah. that falls right in line with that. Debo Samuel, will they end up regretting this contract? <sighs> I gotta find him. It's it's not after this year. It is gnarly. But I also believe that there is an out after this year, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Let me pull it. Okay, I got it right here. So Debo signed. There is an out after 2024. So next okay. year, again, right now, it's not doing it. His cap, it's only 8.6 million right now. His dead um, cap. His de- This Again, this is funny because, you know, there was that the Patriots are sniffing on Debo Samuel. And then you look at the contract, you're like, Debo Samuel's dead cap hit is $35 million. <laughs> like, yep. That's the, no it, the discussion Comical. ends right there. It just ends yep. right there. Next year, his cap hit jumps to $28.5 million. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. Yep, 28.5. And his dead 25. cap is $26 million. Then there's right. the out with $15 million of, of dead money. His cap mm-hmm. hit would be $24 million in 2025, and he'll be 29. Mm-hmm. I think my personal opinion is the next guy we named as a core player, Brandon Ayuk. I think he's yes. going to continue to ascend and I think they're going to want to lock him up long-term. And I don't see Debo, at least at this contract past 2024. Yeah. Two years. Hmm. Maybe 2000, maybe they can work something out. Yeah. To redo I the mean, money. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I think I, I actually think this is a really big season coming up for Debo uh, in terms he didn't, of... He didn't have a great year. No, he did not. And so, you know, did that have to do with the prolonged contract negotiation? 
to where Maybe. he came to camp late, wasn't, you know, wasn't necessarily in football shape and then just took a long time to get there. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, his impact this season, obviously, I mean, he had an outsized impact in 2021. Let's be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. There aren't very many players that had a season like Debo did in 2021. You can't expect that year in and year out. And and I don't, but I did expect more out of him than, than what we got. So um, I, I do, I think this is, I don't want, I'm not saying a make or break year, but if you're Debo Samuel if and you're the 49ers, if he has a decent season this year, then maybe you look to extend him again which just allows you to to kind of kick the can out that cap hit a little bit yeah um but i i agree with you brandon Ayuk. um i think he's going to continue to ascend and i think he is the best receiver on this team and that that's no that's no shade to debo samuel in the slightest i think debo samuel is an incredible football player but i just think brandon Ayuk is a better wide receiver and 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 debo samuel is a better weapon and, and, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. And for what they're paying him, listen, you're making $28 million. You're, you're a different player than a Tyree killer, Devontae Adams, but you better have a similar impact, yeah, which he did in 2021. Sure. And, and that's, he's made Hell, quarterback he, money. He needs AJ Brown impact, right? Like, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's what you're he, looking um, for. It's a big year for him next year. And then we look at Ayuk, yeah. who you would think the Niners are going to pick up his option at 14 yeah. million for 2024. And then you hope, I'm going to put him as being around for five plus years because I think they're going to want him in the mix and they're going to try to extend him. Yeah. I think they're going to pick up his fifth year option and then negotiate an extension to lower the cap hit of the option. I think that is the route that they're going to take. Yeah, I think so too. And then that, that is going to be right around where Debo's deal is expiring. It's going to be really interesting to see yeah. what they're going to do there. Now, Christian yeah. McCaffrey, I think they're going to, they're going to figure something out with this contract. His cap hits are 12 million, 12 million, 12 million, which isn't insane by any stretch of the imagination. I know it's, Maybe it's you can say it's a lot if you're not into paying running backs, which I'm not. But I think he's different. Right. I think I think he's a different <laughs> he dude. So, yeah. um, but with McCaffrey, he's gonna be 27 this year. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of touches. I know he's not a lot of receptions are included in that, but he does have a lot of touches. Running backs typically do not get better until the late 20s and early 30s. Um, at 27 years old, I give him two to three years of maybe elite type production. Yeah, he has no if if I'm not mistaken, he has no guaranteed money left on his deal, right? I don't believe so. So I, I, I think what they may do as as a as a way to renegotiate, if you will, I think they might add one more year and then and then and then convert some of you know, it's not guaranteed. His salary's not guaranteed, but mm-hmm. it's it's a high base salary, right? And so if mm-hmm. you add a year and then convert base salary to bonus. Then you spread that bonus out over the next four years as cap hit, at least this season. So I think that's that's likely the route that they go. All right, and then the last guy, if you want to throw him in there just because of his blocking and what he allows him to do versatility-wise is use check. He's going to be mm-hmm. 32 this season. Yeah, He does, doesn't have huge – well, he, does, he has huge cap numbers for a fullback, 6.5, yeah. 7.5, 7.5. Do the Niners maybe choose? There is a potential out with 2.6 million of dead cap after this year. Do the Niners choose to maybe put that money elsewhere and, and bring in your boy, Jason Poe, maybe? Um, <laughs> I don't know. But again, 32, 33, 34, I don't see more than two to three years of him either being on the team or, or, or playing at this level. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that contract that he signed is his, is his last contract, likely in the NFL. And so, you know, I... 
I don't foresee unless his play just steeply declines, and I don't see that happening. I think they let him play it out, and I don't think they I don't think they take the out. I think they love him too much, and 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 what he allows Shanahan's run game to do is is too important. And so, like I said, unless he either a gets severely injured or b his play declines precipitously, I don't I don't foresee them getting out of it. I don't think they feel like they have the need to. Um, there are other ways to you know to get that cap space, but but yeah, I think you know you said it off air, you know, and 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 it feels like we've kind of shown it out, right? This window is is how long, Al? Two years. It's two years. Yeah, two years. It's two years. They have a two year window right now, which mm-hmm. is which is why I think the the what i asked earlier about whether or not lance can do anything i think that answer is no and i think the unfortunate situation is i think they mishandled the whole thing i think they um i think they got caught up in the frustration of jimmy garoppolo's injury history mm-hmm. and it allowed them to not allowed them it it clouded their judgment and they decided, look, it, this is the time and we're going to get this guy. And they, it, it may just seem that they picked the wrong guy. And that's no shade to Trey Lance. That is shade to a thought process where you pick a player that is horribly green and then hope and pray that a year of sitting is enough to develop him into the guy you want him to be. And I just think that was the wrong, the absolute wrong way to go about it. And yeah. so I think it's Purdy because we've seen what Purdy can do in this offense and you're worried about the next two years, not the next 10 years. And so I, I think that's, that's where we're at. Yeah. Really interesting. So we came up with 12 guys. And a number of them, an offense, we figure Trent Williams two years, Kittle two years, Samuel two years. Ayuk, we think will be a five plus to build yeah. around. Um, Christian McCaffrey, two to three, use check two to three. And then the defensive side, Bosa is a five plus to build around. Armstead yeah. two. And then the rest of the guys are more contract things. But right. Greenlaw, two years, he needs a new deal. Hufunga, two years, he needs a new deal. Warner two to four just because of age, but sure. we still think he's going to be productive and more two years and he would need a new deal. Yep. So that's your window you're talking right now, two years. Yeah. And that's why the Niners need to win now. No other option. No yeah. other option. Just win, baby. Just win, right, baby. And it's going to be fun, man. I can't I can't wait to see what they do. It's again, it's just going to be another interesting offseason. So it's fascinating. It, Never boring. It, Never, never a dull moment with this game. All right, we're out. Thanks, everybody. Later. Nine zero three. One zero three. Twenty four hundred Sports is an Odyssey company. 